This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Yeah, good morning. We are doing the Bhagavad Gita, and we are on chapter six. The verse is ten. Now we were talking about what a yogi should be doing and how, what, where, why, everything that a yogi is supposed to do. Now when we think about a yogi we are normally thinking of a person wearing you know orange color clothes going to the himalayas sitting somewhere and doing meditation and pranayama and all those kinds of things he is deeply into it and what is he supposed to do how is he supposed to do not necessarily a person needs to be having orange color clothes should have gone to some place where he is doing you know different kinds of activities not necessary like that but this is the classic definition of a yogi but we will try to adapt it as much as we can towards our material world because there are lots of people in this world who are actually interested in becoming a yogi yogi doesn't mean renouncing the world and running away from it but please remember this we are not talking about a person who is a sanyasi a yogi can be a sanyasi also not that he cannot be i am not saying that he cannot be a sanyasi can be is a yogi sanyasi is a yogi because he has to follow that path so the path of the yoga as prescribed by sri krishna we are just going to touch on that subject so we are doing chapter 6 from the bhagavad gita a dialogue between sri krishna and arjuna and this is verse 10 living in seclusion all by himself the yogi who has controlled his mind and body and is free from desires and void of possession should constantly engage his mind in meditation now this is the classic explanation of a yogi he has to live all by himself today's day and age to live all by himself in some mountain top where there are so many problems the yogis of the past never had to carry a passport with them they didn't have to carry visas with them they didn't have to take permission of the army because they are going to the himalayas and sitting over there in today's day and age every place is infiltrated by different different people from different countries there is a big problem so where do you find such a secluded place it's a very big question mark i was asked this many years ago he said how do i find a secluded place so i said you are a city dweller who is used to working for some big multinational corporation there is a problem of trying to find some place and going away from your duties so you mean to say that you are supposed to run away i wouldn't advise that so the answer was why don't you find a room in your own house which you can say this is my man cave or this is my woman cave you understand stay in that place do your meditation do whatever you want to in that place which is out of bounds for every person you are not going to be disturbed over there nobody comes to that room nobody goes except you and let it be in a place where there is pin drop silence so you got to have this space for yourself but then the problem comes that you have to go to work and you have to attend the office then how do you do that well you may be attending office 8 hours 10 hours a day this is in the past before corona virus okay so after corona virus you are only in the man cave you are not going outside of it also because outside of it are all lions and tigers sitting over there in the form of your family okay so you can't go out also so 
This is prior to the coronavirus days. So you go to your office, come back, get inside, do whatever that is necessary. So going in seclusion is the word that you got to pick up. Seclusion doesn't mean being in the company of other people. Now today in the morning when I was doing the Ramakrishna Paramahansa's Gospel of Sri Ramakrishna, in that it was mentioned stay away from women and gold. Stay away from women and gold. I mean it was just continuously in one page many times it came. And I explained that it is not necessary women and gold. It is men and desires also, all kinds of desires. So nowadays you will find that if you go to any of these ashrams which are spread across India, the percentage of women has shot through the roof. Do you know the reason why? See, I will give you the understanding. Way back in time, the marriages were somewhere, they are called child marriages before independence. There were child marriages. And the boy and the girl, before they were teens, they were married. Before they were 13, 12, I mean they were married way before that. They were child marriages. And by the time they were consum consummating, it would be 16, 17. They would be having children before the age of 20. And they would have finished having children and all that by the time they were 25. And the man was working. He might be working in a shop or some place. I don't know. Wherever he was doing, whatever he was doing. And by the time he was 40, 45, he was ready for that vanaprastha. Because all this woman and gold thing was over for him by 40. Imagine that person, this young person getting married at the age of 13, having their first child at the age of 18, 19 or 20. By the time they are 40 years old, their child would be 20 and 22 years old. Don't you think so? So the Vanaprastha was good enough at that time. Today's day and age, the whole thing has got reversed out. There is a problem in today's day and age. The problem is this. Man wants to study. I'm talking in general. I'm not saying, I'm not going to pinpoint anybody, any particular, you know, type. But let us, let us see what happens. They can only complete their schooling by 16. And then they would complete their college by 20, 22, 24, 26. So the college doesn't end at 20 also. Earlier there were four years of college and you got a bachelor's and you were happy about it. And you would say, I am so highly educated. Today bachelor's degrees are dime a dozen. Every person is a bachelor. So you have to go for specialized studies. So by the time you are 24 and 26, you are still studying, 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 studying and studying. So where is the time for getting married and having children? Remember, there it was 13 huh, when they got married. Now even at 26 people are not married. Then they search. By the time they are in college, they are looking out for mates. The man and the woman are looking out for mates. And they are disillusioned to the core by the time they are 25 years old. I can guarantee you this much. They have had number of affairs, number of link-ups, number of things and they are totally disillusioned by it. So they are looking for somebody whom they can be with in the future. And they get married at the age of 30, 32 and all that. And when is the first child coming? They still say at the age of 32, I will wait for a few more years because see, I am in this position. I am doing this you know, work. So uh, give me a few more years, then I will have children. And by the time they are 33 and 34, they are going for 
artificial insemination and all these you know in vitro fertilizations and this and that can you imagine that is the reason why all these places are flourishing flourishing to that extent where a man is thinking oh why am i not having kids and then they paying through their nose want to have a kid by the time they are 36 and 40 now imagine this situation there at the age of 40 in the past a person was taking vanaprastha ashrama here at the age of 40 the person may be having their first child how ridiculous has this become can you imagine this whole story changing completely and now i will tell you why women come into spiritual by the time they are 20 21 22 23 they have gone through multiple heartbreaks they have seen that every man in this world is only interested in one thing they are not interested in everlasting relationships which you know most of the people have thought of you know all those story books that they might have read in the past there is no happily ever after so these women and young men they are thoroughly disillusioned disillusioned to the core by the time they are 25 years old their studies have disillusioned them their jobs had disillusioned them their relationships have disillusioned them to so much that by the time they are 25 26 and 27 years of age they have thought of doing all kinds of nonsensical stuff in their world they want to run away to the himalayas and i am not joking i have met so many youngsters who literally want to run away they tell me guruji i am not interested in this world you know what i am thoroughly disillusioned by it i just want to go somewhere why because they have gone through multiple heartaches their companies are literally sitting on top of their head we want performance we want performance and by the time they are 26 27 or 28 or 30 they have changed at least four jobs and this is the action which leads a lot of young men and women towards the spiritual now the unfortunate part comes over here spirituality as per the yogic norms the way in which it is described in the shrutis and the way it is supposed to be done is completely different than what is being taught today the youngsters are told you need to have peace of mind you need to have tranquility you need to have this you need to have that you need to have a good body in all this there is no god for them god is some strange creature which nobody has heard of after the macaulay system which came into existence the britishers brought it to india there were no scriptures being taught in schools even this person that is me i have gone to a school where i did not even know what is bhagavad gita i did not know bhagavad gita i did not know what is the meaning of the word vedas it was a strange word when i heard it so what is this vedas so the educational system today is making britishers or europeans or americans or all the you know achievers in this world they are making us that and that is the reason why nobody understands what is yoga nobody understands what is god nobody has any clue because in school there was no such subject and that is the reason why by the time they are 25 and 26 they are searching for something i am searching for something i mean imagine everybody is saying you know i am searching for something illusive what is this illusive exclusive you are talking about nobody knows and then there are these high fangled gurus who will say don't worry i will teach you yoga 
I will teach you meditation. I will teach you pranayama. And after learning all this, you will have a peaceful and a tranquil life. And by the way, those who have gone to such kind of places, come out of it and they are thoroughly disillusioned after that. They are disillusioned to what extent you will see. At such places, they come in connect with youngsters of their same age. Now they think, oh, this person is also spiritual. I am also spiritual. So maybe we will find, find or make a great team. Well, what spirituality are you talking about? Yoga? That is not spirituality. You see, it is like this. Now you want to become Miss Universe or Miss World or Miss whatever. For which you have to eat properly. You have to do exercise properly. You have to diet. You have to do so many things. You have to keep your body in perfect shape. And you should be able to carry off all kinds of garments and no garments also. You know. So you got to have a great body. So one of the things is doing your exercise on a regular basis. In spirituality also, to keep a healthy mind and a body so that you can progress on the spiritual, yoga and other things are prescribed. The yoga means the hatha yoga which everybody does. You know, breathing uh, and sitting in some postures and stuff like that. It is, it is required because you cannot focus your mind. So, this is the distorted version which has come about and by the time the person is 40, he is disillusioned not only with life, his relationships, his companies and every other thing. And you know that person then decides, what am I going to do now? I have got kids who are so young, you know, they are 5 years and 4 years and all that. I got to earn for them. I have to stay with this woman and the woman says I have to stay with this idiot even if he is just lying on the sofa and flipping channels. I just have to take it. And both these parents of that child are a very bad example to the child. And what is the child learning? Nothing. He is learning how to be a wastrel. He is learning how my parents fight. He is learning that these ways of this world only, you know, you should have a lot of money. So there is a change in the scenario because of these kind of influences. So the old form of yoga, do you remember me telling you at the beginning, I said the practical application of this verse doesn't happen because there are so many impediments today. One, we can't find a place. If I have to go to the Himalayas, I have to wonder whether that Himalayas is in India or in China or in Pakistan. I don't even know. And then I was, I will be told, oh, you have to take a pass. You know, you can't cross from here. What? Yeah, yeah I have to take army permission. I want to become a sannyasi. I want to sit in meditation. That person will look at you and say, ah, you want to sit in meditation? Go home. Get lost. And then he will give me some address of some ashram. Why don't you go to this ashram in Rishikesh or Haridwar and stay over there? Yeah, there are lots of foreigners also. You can pay in Indian rupees, of course. Yeah, you can see nice sceneries around you. That is what these people teach us. And this is where the whole thing goes downhill. So when I was telling my disciple many years ago, I said, find a place in your own house. A location where nobody is going to disturb you. That is your Himalayas. Because in today's day and age, it is impossible to find the Himalayas anywhere. You go and sit in that Pangong So Lake and they will say, this part belongs to China. I don't even know which part I am in. And they are talking of fingers. You got it or no? This much fingers is this, uh, this one is having that much fingers. Oh, come on. So there is no free world out there. And you are dependent on food. Everybody is dependent on food. So you are going to sit in the Himalayas. Where? Every cave will have a problem. You know what is the big problem in the cave? In olden times, in olden times there were wild 
वाइल्ड लाइफ ओवर देयर वाइल्ड लाइफ मीन्स दे विल बी अ भालू ओवर देयर बेयर विल बी देयर ओ लाइक दैट और दे विल बी सम जैकॉल्स एंड टाइगर्स एंड गॉड नोज ऑल दोज काइंड ऑफ थिंग्स वर देयर इन द पास्ट एंड टूडे हु आर दोज वाइल्ड एनिमल्स टूरिस्ट्स यू अंडरस्टैंड Tourists, they will come inside the cave. Oh, Vyas Muni's cave. Oh, this one's cave. Let me carve my name over there, sir. Why are you comparing yourself to Vyas Dev? <laughs> Carving your name over there or writing it with a chalk or whatever that you have. These wild animals are tourists. they don't leave you anywhere they will come to know somehow there is some baba ji sitting in some cave you know <laughs> i was talking to one very big spiritual master and he was telling me this story he says you know what i had the most difficult time i was searching for a cave and i couldn't find it because at every place i went these tourist fellows used to come running after me they say baba ji stays in this cave we got to go and take his darshan What darshan? I want to be alone. You idiots, get out from here! <laughs> And they will bring some kind of stuff, you know. They, Baba Ji, I bought you Maggi noodles. You know, it's very cold. Maggi noodles for you. Baba Ji doesn't eat Maggi noodles. <laughs> so we had a hearty laugh on this. And I said, "So there is no point in going anywhere." I I can tell you, assure you, this much. tourist will hound you wherever you go so finding a secluded place has become painful for you you got it it is not possible do you know how many years i have been trying to find a place where there is no noise <laughs> i keep on searching 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 but either there is some construction noise or there is a washing machine noise or something or the other is going on <laughs> so finding a secluded place so that you can practice so today's day and age shri ramakrishna paramahansa if he was there he would not have said woman and gold he might have said men and the markets you know men and markets are the biggest pain what markets could be stock market could be any market <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> so the whole thing has changed nowadays so a woman is want wanting to become a yogini and here you have all the men trying to entice her and she has gone and had you know number of you know heartbreaks in her life that she is totally disgusted with it and she says i don't care for these people look at the size of this guy he's just showing his body like this but you do like this that fellow will fall down <laughs> she has become more capable than a man there are so many startups done by women you know it is unimaginable there are startups being run by women they are funding it they are financing it they are into so many fields nobody has ever thought of so you can't say women and gold no now see during ramkrishna parmahansa's time he could have said women and gold are the factors which will push push you in all this direction but today i can't say women and gold all right so your material world is going to push you in that direction of becoming us a seeker so seeker has to find a secluded place a yogi has to control his mind and body controlling the mind and body is very very important now when you listen to these words you will understand what is this mind and body and why is it so important to control that you see body this body of ours is a repository of multiple things those who are joining me for the uddhav gita satsang will remember a verse where i talked about heaven and hell those who remember i was just doing it saturday sunday 
you know that that one is in the morning 6:30 to 7:30 in the morning saturdays and sundays there i mentioned very clearly what is heaven the heaven is the rise of sattva in your mind krishna tells uddhava this krishna is almighty god he is telling uddhava this there is no heaven by the way heaven is the rise of sattva in your mind and the rise of tamas is hell the moment you become tamasic in nature you are in hell you don't require any devil over there you are the devil yourself you know how the devil is working don't worry dude it's okay you can relax uh, it's only 7:30 in the morning you should get up at 10:30 and 11 today is a holiday you know any which way coronavirus who cares the boss is there not there who cares that is tamas today morning i was reading one news where the person is wearing a tie and a coat and all that and sitting in front of the camera and his colleague sends him a picture saying you have very nice underwears <laughs> he was not aware that there was a mirror behind which was sending the image of his underwear because he was not wearing anything below i imagine a boss wearing a coat and a tie and sitting very nicely and he is only in his undergarments i mean how stupid does that sound that is called tamas the rise of tamas in your mind is going to hell that is hell so did you get the point there is no heaven and hell somewhere outside okay i am going to we will go on a journey far far away into the outer space and search for hell and heaven there is no such place okay USS Enterprise or something like that. Tomorrow you will say, "I also want to go." <laughs> There is no such thing. The heaven and the hell is inside. In that, you have to say, "Honey, I shrunk the kids. Go inside." <laughs> so, understand this: the body is an important source of your passage to spirituality, and body. is an important destination for you when you overcome it and go inwards so overcoming the excesses of the body is so very important the excesses of the body is are what the amount of preening that you may do for yourself maybe you want to wear fancy clothes maybe you want to go and cut your hair i have seen people cutting their hair you know guys they go and cut their hair and they pay 1000 bucks 2000 bucks 3000 bucks so what are they doing they're just snipping chik 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 that's it and they put all kinds of that gooey stuff on their hair and then they will sit like this in the chair over there and somebody is massaging them this is a kind of a guys you have metrosexual they call them you know there was a word 10 years ago it they was called metrosexual because these guys are interested in good face and he, see look at my hair look at my hair every time when i think of this i tell my student i tell my disciples i say you know what i would rather go and sit under a people tree and get my hair cut you know all those people who sit with those ustaras over there <laughs> and you know they will cut it in less than 50 rupees i look at this rates of these great fellows and they say my hair cut cost You see, when it went from fifty to sixty, I had a heart attack. And now that fellow is telling me eighty rupees, sir. Eighty rupees for a haircut for me? <gasps> it becomes like that. What the answer? Here they will just trim a little, chick, chick, chick. They do like this. The minimum is five hundred rupees. How do you do that? <laughs> so do you understand body consciousness? <laughs> this is called body consciousness i got to have good hair i got to have that beautiful you know beard like this what <laughs> what are you talking about beard eyebrows men do eyebrows i was i was aghast i said men do eyebrows yeah for me it was a big <laughs> shocker i i was not not even ready for it so body 
you have to overcome it these are the stupid things that you need not waste your money time and energy in you don't have to pay 500 rupees for snipping two hair okay it's not important it's not important to go to a gym sir go for a walk 5 kilometers walk is more than enough for you if you go to the gym your wrong body parts are going to get you know bulkier you should know that because you are anyway going to sit in one place and you want to do this and this and this why because you get to sit all right have you noticed that people love to do those activities where they can relax one part of the body and i am not joking i have seen the gyms what how do people work over there and they will say put 20 kg <clears throat> okay now put 25 kg <clears throat> okay why they are sitting over there because in front of them are those cycles you know what do you call them i don't know or there is that treadmill and you know there are some very good looking people on the treadmill so it is very nice to do <clears throat> behind over there <clears throat> sir if you want to be in spiritual first body consciousness out of the window okay and then your eyes shut them it's not important to watch everything what are you a ferret or something like that huh like that what are you doing in mumbai there is a very dirty word i can't say it also online so what are you doing man your eyes you keep them to yourself your ears you keep them closed don't have to keep on hearing nonsensical stuff so control your sense organs and your organs of action organs of action are hand legs and the rest of them you know that no the biggest organ of action is the tongue you got to control your tongue first blabber 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 don't so these are the three things which are extremely important all right find a secluded place control your body and the sense organs in it and the third one is called mind why is your mind talking i think i did my you know 10th push up i think no no it must be 12th what are you doing people when they go for this yoga no they have a very strange way of doing yoga there are certain asanas which are very difficult to do you know why because they get body aches over there so which is the best asana of all shavasana you know and people are fast asleep in shavasana by the way sir shavasana doesn't mean you have to fall asleep okay but shavasana is the best asana this is the way in which yoga is misused so stay in a secluded place control your body and your mind also cut it down cut it down don't have to think too much so now apply this in the material world where can you sit sit in a closed room okay sit in a closed room without any sound so your eyes are anyway not going to wander that please let me remind you don't put any pictures on the walls okay and don't have any of those things on your phone also because you will want to scroll then you know uh, don't do that also shut your phone down shut it down completely don't have anything on the walls except gods okay if they are there very good rest of the things don't so your eyes will not wander here and there your ears will not do anything nose it is they are saying nowadays that you need to put all these nice scented stuff and all that one thing you got to understand don't put any of this scented stuff in your rooms the reason is very simple they 
work on the olfactory glands. Alright? And the olfactory glands triggers the brain. So there is a whole load of activity that happens. And in meditation, we are not supposed to have activity. So why are you putting those incense sticks which are, oh, I love this incense, you know. Let me put this beautiful lemongrass oil and burn this candle over there. That is the way of the companies making money. You don't fall for it, please. I have bought this very beautiful yoga mat from that neighboring India store. Okay. It's a fantastic India store. I buy them from there. They have cut you fantastically. For the mat which doesn't even cost few rupees, they have charged you thousands of bucks. Don't do that. We are discussing over here how you have to sit. Then, you have to cut down all your sensory perceptions. Nothing to see. Nothing to hear, nothing to smell, nothing to taste. Don't keep anything which is a tasty stuff around you. No, no, I have all these boxes over here. Oh, one has got this, uh, you know, nice uh, farsan over here. Farsan? You are having farsan in your meditation room? For what? No, don't worry. I have little, little when I feel very nice about it. Don't. Then, sense of touch. There is no need for sitting on some fancy place, okay? When you have taken care of all this and you have done your 6 kilometer or 5 kilometer walk in the morning and you are very happy about it, exercise is not needed. You can sit in this place, no problem. So now you are in a secluded place. So when my disciple asked me this question, I said, do this and take your time out. This is your me time with yourself. There, what desires are going to come? You see, you have to make your mind free of desires and void of possessions. Now, free of desires. We are talking about the conventional yogi. He is anyway supposed to go to the mountains free of any desires because in the mountains, what are you going to do? Nothing. And free of possessions. He is not going to carry anything. Even if he carries one extra walking stick, you understand? There is somebody out there to take it away. So why go after that? So don't carry fancy walking sticks and all that. But now we come back to this yogi who is sitting quietly in his room. So what does he person, what does that person do? He has to be free from desires. So I told my disciple, I said, you know what? What is the maximum that you want? I want an iPhone, iPad, you know, I want an iMac. Very good, buy it. But don't go and buy continuously every year, okay? Now for the next five years, don't change. Leave it like that. Okay, very good. So you have fulfilled that desire, now you don't have a desire. Because what is higher than iPhone? Nothing, isn't it? So you have got your iPhone, now you have nothing to worry about. Oh, you might have bought iPhone 4 or 5 or 6 or something like that. 6 plus you bought? Very good. Now let 6 plus remain till iPhone 12 comes. So how many years have gone? 5-6 years have gone. So now you don't have a desire for a new phone. Correct? Very good. You don't have a desire for iPads or anything like that. Very good. Now what else is left? Clothes. As a man, how many pairs of clothes do you require? Guru, you tell me. I said two, three pairs of jeans. Absolutely correct. A couple of t-shirts. Nothing like it. Rest of the stuff. There are lots of these homes where you can just pick your stuff and give it away. How many pairs of shoes do you require? One or two pairs is enough. So got the answer? No possessions. What possession do you have? Except for your iPhone, nothing else. Because you are not going to carry your Mac inside and other things, you know. It is for that other working space. Working space is different than meditating space. Because this, you know, iPhone is required for what I will give you an answer. You know, 
first and foremost you don't know the vedas and the shlokas and all that so what do you do you search for the okay i will put on this song over here huh? and so you find madurashtakam pandit jasraj madurashtakam is very good he, he sings very nicely let us put madurashtakam because you don't know m of madurashtakam so let pandit jasraj sing for you okay so pandit jasraj is singing for you the rest of the suktams somebody else is there search for it but shut down the rest of it nowadays you can download these things and keep it in your phone and just play that thing that's it so i told him like that i said this is the way just listen to all the good stuff all the good songs that you can think of songs doesn't mean songs movie songs and all that songs means this kind of things listen to it constantly then what happens mirabai's bhajans perfect tukaram maharaj absolutely perfect this is what you can do so there are no possessions and you are sitting in one place you should constantly engage the mind in meditation meditate on me in that room just keep one statue of krishna see this is one book where krishna says clearly meditate on me what is he saying is he saying go meditate on some god somewhere no because krishna is the ultimate the final final destination so if he is the final destination why do you need anything else just put my statue in front of you and sit over there doesn't matter and what kind of a statue see just now to i cannot read those verses but i will tell you something please join my uddhav gita satsangs okay saturday sunday 6:30 is to 7:30 in the morning indian standard time we are going to do an entire chapter on how to do these prayers and how to do these things there i will give you a detailed explanation what kind of statues you can have how you can pray what grass what these what that i will tell you and it is not necessary you may be in america you may be in africa you may be in uganda doesn't matter to me i will tell you what are the alternates so you will be also in a path the path where you can understand god properly and don't have to go to any mountain cave of yours your cave is in your house take out one room exclusively for this purpose and sit over there you are full of yourself please understand you don't need another person to tell you anything so this is how i showed you how you can adapt this verse to your life because today i can't find those places you also can't find those places and there is no place on earth where tourists are not going to come so don't bother your head about it okay so uh, one of my students in america asked me guruji where can i go <laughs> i said you go to all those mountains that you see you know big big mountains i don't know what they are called arizona or some such kind of a place go to those places and sit i can't go there why because don't know you know maybe they don't allow or do whatever you can't sit in some cave over there maybe you can't i don't know so you sit in your house no that's it so we will do verse 11 this is the bhagavad gita chapter 6 verse 11 having firmly set his seat in a spot which is free from free from dirt and other impurities with the sacred kusa grass a deer skin and a cloth spread thereon one upon the other kusa below deer skin in the middle and cloth uppermost neither very high nor very low please don't kill any animals you know at the beginning of the film they come you know with one statement no animal was harmed while making this film i will also tell you very nicely please do not harm any animals and try to skin them for whatever they have <laughs> so otherwise you say guruji you read deer skin no so yeah deer skin i can get if i don't get that deer skin then maybe i can get some other deer person skin no don't do that you don't have to get anybody skin got it i will explain this verse adaptable to today's day and age if you are staying in a hot place if you are staying in a 
hot place, you get mats, M-A-T-S, mats. Very good. There is one student of mine, she makes this beautiful mats made of what is called as a khas. Khas, K-H-U-S. You can go and look it up. She gave me a mat and it is really very beautiful. She manufactures them, I believe. Now, this khas is a coolant. When you pour water on top of it, you know, it gives off very beautiful earthly smell. A very, very nice smell. Those who have come to my place, my ashram anytime, have you all see? have you all got the smell of the beautiful agarbattis that I put over here? I don't use any chemicals, chemical agarbattis. These, these agarbattis are made from K-H-U-S. It's a naturally occurring grass. G-R-A-S-S. It is not some artificial stuff. Even the camphor which is used is from natural resources. We try to bring as many natural stuff as possible. So, today's day and age, kusa grass may be difficult to find. But there are people who can provide you with this kind of mats. You can ask them. Alright? They may be able to provide you with it. So, you spread a mat below. Don't go for any skin and all that. So, otherwise it is written over here, you know, go for some uh, deer skin and all. Deer skin, please don't keep all those forest people will come and arrest you. So, don't even keep animal skins with you. No elephant skins. No tiger skins. No lion skins. No animal skins. Got it? Not even cow hide. Don't even do that. Because it is not good. Harming animals is not good. Period. So we come to the next. So put this mat below. Keep an insulatory layer. Insulatory layer. Of wool or something like that. You get wool. Thin wool. Which is again natural. Get a small woolen mat. Keep next on top of it. And on top of it a cotton one. Make that as your baithak. Please don't go and buy those mats from outside. You know, the fancy ones which they sell. Please don't even buy. This is good enough for you. And all those kind of things and sit over there. Today I won't even advise that for you. Just put one cotton, you know, dari and sit on top of it. A simple cotton dari. If you go to fancy locations, a small cotton dari, they charge you 5,000 and 10,000 rupees saying that, you know, all the artisans have made it. Utter nonsense. Absolute nonsense. I am not promoting stores over here. I am not promoting, but I will tell you where you can get the cheapest and the best handmade without any chemical processing done on it. There is a store here. Those who come to Bangalore, there is a store here called Desi. D-E-S-I. It is made by village people and authentic stuff is used. Their mats will come for 60 rupees, 80 rupees, 100 rupees. Whereas the same in all those fancy stores, they cost you 1000, 5000 and God knows what. So buy that mat. If you want a bigger one, you will get it for 800 or 900 rupees. And I am not joking about it. This is the truth. They use Cotton, absolute bare cotton and they use vegetables as dyes. Vegetable dyes, pure vegetable dyes. The kurtas with these people sell, other people will sell for I think thousands of rupees, 2000 bucks and all. What? These people sell for 500 and 600 rupees. The artisans are actually making it. So I am happy with what they do. So if you can get a mat like this, sit on that mat. Nothing like it. You don't have to find some kusa grass. And having firmly set his set seat in a spot which is free from dirt. 
you please clean your dirty room okay ensure that it is perfectly clean see even during coronavirus time people are saying you know wash your hands wash your hands wash your and they have this disinfectants and all that i can tell you one thing for sure take simple soap s o a p soap okay and hold your hand under water for 20 20 seconds that is enough you don't have to go for some fancy kind of a and then then do that nothing is required what you are doing when you go to the stores is you are putting alcohol on it alcohol huh you know when you use that disinfectant when you go inside some place that is alcohol simple hand wash is enough do that clean the place up with simple soap dry it off properly it place has to be dry then sit people will say can i sit on a chair where if you have a back problem this problem that problem please sit on a chair what can i say do what you feel is right but this is the way in which you can do so you got it having firmly set his seat in a spot which is free from dirt and other impurities with kusa grass a deer skin and a cloth i have given you the clear understanding in your own house you can do this in your separate room please do this we move to the verse 12 chapter 6 bhagavad gita verse 12 and occupying that seat concentrating the mind and controlling the functions of the mind and the senses he should practice yoga for self purification so now you sit very nicely in a comfortable position now some people they don't know how to fold the legs try does not matter very simple folding of the legs is sufficient because i know you work 24 bar 7 on your laptops go 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 all that and you are seeing so many things maybe you are not used to it but try folding your legs try 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 so fold your legs properly concentrate the mind and control the functions of the mind and the senses concentrate the mind first concentration of the mind doesn't happen with people many a times they have asked me this question guruji how do i concentrate my mind well you have learned concentration long ago do you know where you learned concentration no no concentration camps over here concentration on your mind you have done it when you were giving competitive examinations and when you are trying to write your ssc or whatever that 10 standard or whatever they call it nowadays that examination you remember coming and getting 92 95% marks how did you get it by concentration yeah you go went and by hearted so much you cannot even now everything is like you know you by heart by heart by heart by heart by heart so much you come up to your this level and then in the examination hall you go and puke it out book like that and everything comes out and after that you are totally empty and then ha huh, finished 95% 98% marks i got yeah i am going to a good college if you ask the same person na can you please give me the square root of some number in the square root what is square root do you mean to say i have to divide it or do i have to multiply with it see this is the problem with today's day and age the children they know how to concentrate but they don't know how to retain retention is a problem so you need a mind which soaks in isn't it so so that means you cannot say tomorrow that i don't know concentration got the answer in your ssc in your btech mtech or whatever tech or no tech or whatever you have done have you not concentrated and there are people who will say guru ji i don't know how to concentrate you know i never i got only third class in my ssc i did my i paid all those fees you know and i got my certificate also okay do you concentrate while watching rajinikanth's picture yeah 3 hours of concentration that dishum dishum you know he does all the cigarette thing and all that you also know how to do that and nowadays they will say guruji you are old man you don't understand you are not supposed to talk about rajinikanth talk about nani oh sorry sorry nani 
we we of course of course we yeah that guy nani you know don't tell us about these old old fellows they are 60 70 i don't know how many years old <laughs> again the same thing if i talk about sharukh khan guruji no sharukh khan nowadays all youngsters are there you know aditya roy kapoor and all those people are there <laughs> they are very really young people yeah and don't talk of madhuri dikshit she is very old Of course, <laughs> as per your age, I will not talk about Madhuri Dixit. And the the idea is, I am not talking about them. You understand what I am speaking? You have been able to focus on a movie for three blessed hours. You have not even seen what popcorn you are eating. You are looking at the screen like this and eating. You don't even know. Sometimes you know the popcorn is sweet. Sometimes it is something else only. <laughs> you got the answer so concentration you have done so don't tell me you are not concentrated so in krishna's words over here concentrate your mind do you remember i told you there is one image which you keep in front of you i said these words can you just keep on looking at that image just look at the image from top to bottom doesn't matter you can look at his eyes doesn't matter at all you want to look at his legs look at them You want to look at his feet? Look at them. You want to look at his flute? Nothing like it. Please do. So concentrate the mind, controlling the functions of the mind and senses. So when your eyes are focused on that, your ears are also focused on that, and you are using, you are listening to music. The basuri is playing music in your ears. Concentration is like that. Don't think about your office at that time, please. Otherwise, you will say, "No, oh my God, I had to submit that thing. Yeah, I should have done it." And suddenly, you get a message: "Are you joining this meeting or not?" <laughs> so, oh, I completely forgot there was a meeting just now, online meeting. You know, forget it. Sit in concentration. Focus your mind, and you got the point. Focus. Do deep meditation. Guruji, I don't know how to meditate. Doesn't matter. Go to sleep. But don't fall down like this, okay? Hmm. Otherwise, you'll hurt your head or something. So <laughs> I'm just joking. What it means is, at least you got to try a little bit, isn't it? So you are the modern yogi, okay? So the controlling the functions of the mind and the senses, he should practice yoga for self purification. whatever you are doing is only for purifying yourself not somebody else got the answer krishna's ways of telling you what to do and how to do is described over here you don't need to go to some fancy location you don't need to learn some fancy yogas nothing he is not so far told you anything as he said that Follow some Baba Ji somewhere or some Yogi somewhere. No, he's not even said anything like that. If you have a Guru, nothing like it. Ask him how to sit for meditation. Ask him, Guruji, Guruji, please tell me how to sit for meditation. Okay, Guruji will ignore you. You know, you are sitting in front of Guruji. Guruji is going to ignore you, and then automatically you will go in meditation. because you see if you are bored if somebody doesn't look at you you get bored with it isn't it and then you go in meditation also useless fellow he doesn't even look at me huh? i don't know what i'm doing over here but you can't get up from there because there is audience around you so do you get the point sit in meditation meditation is not some rocket science okay not a rocket science at all there is nothing that you got to do just meditate on that feet of krishna if you want to like i said you can do it on his flute doesn't matter just think i am going to be in that flute or maybe i am the flute he is going to play me doesn't matter when you look at his feet think that oh i am the chappal in his feet maybe this is the way you can meditate so we have done three verses so far we are going to do a certain amount of technicality in the coming week which is how you do it okay sitting posture and how you do it we will discuss a little bit technical at that time if you join 
you will get a certain understanding of how these gods work within your body. Alright, so we have come to the end of verse 12. Next time we will do verse 13 onwards. You take care. You have a great day today. And see you all in the evening if you want to join or any other day. Bye.